going on? Welcome to another episode of Millennial Moguls on the Move, the podcast created by millennials for the millennial who received their college degree, walked off stage, got to the bottom of the steps, looked at that piece of paper and said, now what? I am your host, Shireen Hemingway. Guys, this week we're doing something a little different. I had so much fun on our last episode, Quarantine Dating Part 2, with Daphne and Rayvon, that I could not let all of this amazing content just sit on my MacBook. So, without further ado, here's some deleted scenes that I'm calling Pound Black Men Don't Cheat. Check it out. Hey, listen, we can bring this thing back. Ain't nothing but a thing in the chicken wing. I have, I, have, I have deep thoughts about Jada having sex with her son's friend, okay? About it. Yeah, she didn't have to do that. She had, there, there are plenty of other people out here, but the fact that it was her son's friend and the fact that he was just so, just so much younger and he was not, like, not there, mentally not there, you wanted to, like she said, feel good like sis. And that's what, what you mean? mean. You gotta feel good. That's what you like. This is this is this is how you do it. It was a lot yeah. of other options and a lot of NDAs that could have been. Is Jada is Jada Pinkett Jada Pinkett could have had just about anybody. Anybody, <laughs> baby. Anybody. The finger and be like, "Hey, we're cool with it. Come on." Should have called up Rayvon. Hey, sign this NDA real quick. Slide through. You don't want Look, look. Here you go. Here you go. Quickly. Expeditiously. He'd have been there. I'm excited. Oh, <laughs> in there. And, no, and nobody would have cared. No, not, we wouldn't have cared. I'd have been like, homie. good for you. Good for you, good sir. Not the son, homie. That Anybody else. Anybody else. Mm-hmm. That's my only issue with it. I don't care about y'all being separated. I don't care about y'all messing around while y'all separated. I don't care if your marriage is open. I don't I don't care what y'all got going on. My issue is that was your son's friend. What's, what's that? Everybody talk. Number one, you can see it on Will's face. She was telling Will stuff he didn't know. He was so hurt. Like I can, I can read body language, and like even though that they claim that this was very a very long time ago, just him having to sit there and receive all of that was so uncomfortable. <clears throat> Black women on she, we just got caught up in that one entanglement, and we recovered from it. Um, she's fifty years old. She cheated. <laughs> well, my question, my question was like. Is cheating entanglement or is entanglement cheating? Because I have I had questions when I watched the interview. Well, I had a lot of questions. I've been sitting on top of you. I've been sitting on top of you four years and didn't know this. Like it was news to it was news to me when this man did this interview and he's telling me that all the stuff was going on. And now all these pictures are surfacing of you and him that nobody's seen before because nobody really cared because everybody's like, ain't no way JT no will. You know, or and now and now all of it's coming to fruition and everybody everybody on Will page, everybody in Will DMs acting wild and he's learning these things on your tv show because he was doing it for you because i if i'm if i'm well i don't care about no red table talk i don't care about your, i don't care about your fans like what about me like yeah. how, about, how about your marriage like what's going on <laughs> because i think i'm sick of you again i think we're here again no right around that time you can look you can look at his face i think her saying that on national tv is where his issue was because that's what probably should have happened and i'm okay that they got on tv and and you know uh, Save face. I just think it should have been a conversation maybe two hours before the camera came on. Because to your point, Will was like, 
I'm the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You really doing this to me? I'm the- <laughs> oh, what you mean? What you mean? You don't feel bad about it? Like it's not a transgression. Like you, what do you? You, you can see it. Like he wanted to cry. Like you can see it in his face. You, if you, if you've been watching Will Smith since since the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, you all know you what saw? it looks like when he's about to cry. Mm-hmm. You can see it in his face. You so you know that those are real emotions. He sat back in that chair like and he had to eat it. He had to eat it. When he said right. and then, really, and then at the end, and then at the end, he was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get you back." And he, he meant she it. Said, she said, oh, yeah. "You already did, yeah, but I'm, I'm gonna get you back." He meant it. You dead serious? And he might have, he might have done a little, you know, stepping on the patio in the past, but now he about to get full fledged out the yeah, driveway I'm this up, next one. I'm, I'm up, gonna I'm get you back. He down doing donuts, doing donuts at the four way stop was handy. <laughs> he, <down laughs> he filled up the sign. tank. He going for a ride. Listen, entanglement. Uh, entang- what? What you mean? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going back to Miami. What's that name? <laughs> Welcome to Miami. So, question: Would you go like in a situation like that? You know, do you feel you have to get somebody back, or is that a situation where you walk away? They've been together how long though? <laughs> 20 something years. Do you leave a 20 year marriage or you just get them back? I think, I think I think these things are I think these things are contingent upon the dynamic of your marriage. So if y'all got a situation where y'all in an open relationship or you mess with this one, like some open relationships are open relationships because one person wanted and the other one didn't. Mm-hmm. Um so if he's only messing around because she she's more comfortable messing around and every time she does it, he doesn't make himself feel better, then yeah, in my mind, I'm gonna get you back. You got you got one I don't have. Like we've we've been doing this X amount of years. You 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 had these many partners. I've had these many. I need I need to get even with you because at this point you got one up on me. Um, really and I feel like <laughs> I feel I feel like I feel like that particular in that particular instance she put him to his to his most base instincts, which is not where he is, which is not what he he would, he would like to be. He turned into Mike Lowry. Listen, bad bad boys four. Um, that's he's when he said I'm gonna get you back. I didn't see Will Smith. I saw Mike Lowry he, in that he, moment. That was that was that was the old Will. That was that was fresh. Let me get you back. Mm. And he said it very. You, didn't laugh about cause it. You looked at, cause, yeah, he was dancing because you looked at me. And, you looked at me and said I don't feel like it was a transgression. I don't feel bad about it. Cool. Like that literally has something to do with like your soul, like your inner being in general, and you felt like that was just completely. I feel like I feel like people like this day and age, it's hard. It's hard to find people who've been married twenty something years. Um, so there's not there's not a lot of people to look to. So a lot of people don't know what that looks like. So it looks different for everybody. But I think that if it was me <laughs> and she's telling me this stuff, I don't think that I'd be in an open marriage. I think that if she was telling me this stuff, I, I really got to evaluate where I am with you. These kids mm-hmm. grown. I'm rich. Do I want? Do I need to be here? Like, am I? Am I going? Am I okay without you at that point? Mm-hmm. I can agree. I can agree with that. You redeem yourself from your black man don't cheat statement. Earlier. Black man don't cheat. Hey, hey, black man don't cheat. <laughs> kids, don't, don't listen to Ray Vaughn. Listen, listen, y'all, y'all gotta, y'all gotta stop stopping us when we say that. We're trying to spread the movement. Trying to get out there. Trying to get out there, everybody. So everybody understands, hey, black men don't cheat. So they, they wrap, wrap their minds around I think what, if you said, like, black boys and black men don't cheat, I would support it a little more. But the fact that you got this gray area way to get out of it. Here's, here's, here's the thing. I have to, I have to understand what um, bad weather is to appreciate good weather. So your mistakes are, your mistakes are going to lead you to your, your, be, your best version of yourself. Black men don't cheat. 
there's always temptation out there. You're always gonna be tempted to do it. Yeah, black men don't cheat. Don't, but don't. If I'm saying, if I'm saying it to another black man, don't stop me. Yes, y'all do. She's expecting. I'm cool. Don't stop me. Okay, let's let's do a hypothetical here because this is this is very entertaining for me. Um, black men don't cheat. Cool. Um, so like right now today, you're saying like I'm a black man. I don't cheat. Like if you cheated two months from now, do you become a boy then and then you make your way back to man? Like how does this conversation? Then, I was, now, then it, was, it was it was a foolish decision. I shouldn't have did it. There was a huge mistake. I should be able to own up to it, apologize for what I did, and move forward and never and never let it happen again. But you shouldn't have exactly. did it in the first place. It's like you don't cheat. You should. You you did wrong. Like you don't cheat. So tell me out here. I. Mm-mm. You have to re, you have to enter you have to enter the the rehabilitation program. Okay. So so what? I mean, I know we're not a part of this prestigious club that you guys are. Um, you know, fully maintained. It's not, it's not prestigious. This is difficult. It's hard. Like this. Listen, in in the black community, women outnumber men ten to one, and and there's so much, and we live we live in su- we live in such a such a a, a an optically uh, enticing environment that you get to a place where even if you're in a relationship, you're in you're dedicated in a relationship. If people know it, they try you harder. Yeah. So you have you have to be able to focus on what's in front of you. And a lot of men are, the majority of us are driven off of, off of what we see. Like, like, like a lot of, a lot of us, a lot of us find it hard to see the forest for the trees. Yeah, mm. but this is in front of me right now. You got to be able to move past that. You, you got, you got to be able to ignore your baser instincts and, and elevate, elevate your method of thinking. So black men don't cheat. Black men don't cheat. No, this little say no to Joe's pen you got, you can put it down because it ain't working. <laughs> it's authoritative. Black men don't cheat. You got to spread the movement. Listen, don't let them tell you the black men be cheating. Out. No, no I believe, I believe that there are black men who have cheated, but I also believe that black men have the ability to be faithful. I'll say that black men have the ability to be faithful, just like anybody. We all have the ability to be faithful. We choose to live in this, as you say, uh, optically enticing environment. You can look the other way. You can roll your windows up. You can put some glasses on. You can take it. Like if you if you scroll down your timeline, you see black men getting bashed more than anybody else. Like it's it's like it's like black men in Trump. <laughs> I promise you. I what? Promise you. I don't support that claim. So no. Nah. I promise. Listen, I, I promise you. I promise you. We get we get bashed. Like I I can't log on to social media without seeing how, uh, uh, you know, not not. But not, did not they do it? it? Um. So I can't get. I can't scroll down my timeline daily without seeing it. So something got to shake. You know, you gotta you gotta quit gotta quit feeding into the narrative. Okay. Like, don't you? One question, statement, whatever. Um, and I think that a lot of women would be okay with these, this, this statement or. Uh, we would even hold a fist up every time you said it, if we didn't have the battle scars and bruises and the post-traumatic stress from being cheated on. Right. I can I see you. the individual person. I'm, that I'm, I'm not ignoring the fact that, that, that black men have hurt black women. Um, simultaneously, black women have hurt black men. However, I understand. I understand that the narrative is that black men hurt black women way more than they do, and maybe we do. Because, like I said, 
if you're not ignoring your baser instincts, we're in an environment where women outnumber you 10 to 1. There's multiple, cho- there's multiple chances for you to be with multiple women. I get that. What I'm saying is there's a narrative that black men are not faithful and do not, and, and do not have family environments. That's where it comes from. I'm not, I'm not ignoring that it happens. I know that, I know that somebody's probably getting cheated on right now. But that's, that's, that's a childish mentality. So as a man, when you, when you, when you cross that threshold, you're not cheating. Raising families, taking care of our women, and, 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 turning, and turning all thoughts down. I support this movement because I, I want all black men, like you said, to be faithful, to raise their children and to be in an uplifting household um, where they can have uh, that powerful, strong black woman beside them. Um, so that being said, uh, I hope this movement continues and I hope it's not just words and hot air coming out the side of your stop, neck, Ravon. Stop stopping us when we say it. You can't, you can't. Listen, for every one of us that, that, is, that is rooted in, in the movement, but for every person like me to be like, nah, we don't. There's somebody's like, man, she's going to say I'm going to do it anyway, mm-hmm. and they're going to do it. You can't, you can't interrupt us when we do it because you got to catch the young ones that's like, man, she's going to say I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. So what's the conversation like with the people who um, are inducted into the society that may not meet the qualifi- qualifications just yet? Like, what, where are the conversations? That's called, that's called a rehabilitation program. Hey brother, hey, brother, what you doing? Like, you got to so get one at home. Yeah. Why are you? And, and the thing about it, y'all don't think we had this conversation. Like, I just had a whole conversation with my homeboy. Like, hey, man, what, what you doing with that? I mean, you know, this, this is probably going to be my lady, so maybe you should leave these other ones alone then, bro. It's probably going to make life harder for you down the line if you don't do it now. We have those conversations all the time if you got a good circle. And I appreciate that. this too. We wouldn't even know that that type of stuff happened. Like, happens I don't all the time. Know that men had conversations like, okay, well, this is about to happen. I feel like, you know, this is my situation. I don't know that men had those conversations. But like you said, if, if that's a statement that you stand on, like the people in your circle, the people around you, like, if you're going to be, you know, the president of this club, whatever, you got to actively, y'all got to bring in new members. Y'all better do that. And, and not only bring in new members, you need to promote the ones who ain't cheating so we don't, we don't cut you off when you say it. The thing, honestly, the thing about it is, the thing about it is, you got, got, so what, I'm, what, I'm saying, what I'm saying to y'all is this, y'all also got to let that hurt go. You can't hold on to what somebody else did to you tomorrow. Oh, y'all, oh, y'all ain't about nothing now. Because that's, it's, it's disheartening. It makes me not want to even explore what it's going to be like with you because you're going to make it difficult on me. Because we got and I'm not saying it should be, I'm not saying it, I'm not saying it should be easy. What I'm saying is if at every turn, all you tell me is, you know, y'all ain't about nothing anyway, why am I here? I get it, but, but see, you you put yourself in that category, but then you expect me to take you out of that category. So you want me, you want to be in the category yeah, of black but you yeah, want I me to be like, oh, you, you, you not like everybody but else. Did I do it or did he do it? He did it, but I'm saying like, y- y- you clump all the black so, men, so, the guy so was a black man, you clump them all it. into this thing that says, Black men don't cheat. But so we everybody agree. needs to serve that, that pen down. No, the pen, the pen is authoritative. The pen, the pen is necessary. The pen, the pen, the pen lets you know it's real. So we've agreed that the difference between a boy and a man are the decisions he makes. So if that last man that you were with, see, you see I'm holding on to my pen and you drop your death? See, <laughs> that's because you're standing on your podium so high. We need to put our pen down so we can hear you. If the last, the last, the last person you with made a child's decision, that don't mean that you should hold this other one accountable to it. 
because it's discouraging. It's disheartening. Men are governed by the egos. I, I hate to say it. I am. I, I didn't know it until I, I took myself as, as, as articulate as I can be, as intelligent as I can be, as driven as I can be, it's, it's primarily ego. If you, if I feel like I'm, I'm a good person and you pull away from that every time I talk to you, like, what is this, this, and this? Yeah, but y'all ain't about nothing anyway. You, you probably, you probably got, got a thousand girls. It eats away at my ego every time you do it. Mm-hmm. Like I can try and show you different, but if I, every time I, but for every time I try to show you different, you give me reasons why none of this is working. It eats away at my ego every time. You do it. That's solid. You should have nah. started there. This is, only, this is only one thing I got to say. W- one thing, I promise you. This you got a pen. Hold on. <laughs> this you got to respect the pen. Respect the pen. Exactly. I got to, I got to write. So. I get what you're saying. Like, and I love that because as a woman, you know, if we know these types of things, we're not going to, we're not going to do that. Like if we intentionally know that this hurts you or this is attacking you, uh, I think my thing is, this whole black men don't cheat. You want to be in that category of black whole black. I would I would rather someone just say I don't I don't cheat. I don't do this. I don't do that as a person. I do not do that. So that way I get to look at you, you as a bring whole the community person. with you. You got to bring the community with you. You got to bring. I got to bring. Worry about the community. You. Worry about me. You know, here's the here's the thing though. Like, so if 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 I'm saying yeah, I don't cheat. But I got I got five homies with me that's out here out here skis and you don't want me to hang with my friends no more. So so I would rather I would rather bring my people along with me. Hey, hey man, this this is a different way to do this. You ain't gotta be like this. Low key, and I know this is gonna sound bad, but I'm gonna say it is like to Daphne's point. If you if you made it more personal, like I Rayvon, I don't cheat. I'm faithful. I think the where we we're like mm, is when when you say black men don't cheat, all we hear is uh, he for the streets, and I, I don't know how to make my ear not hear that, but for some reason I'm just like, I will intentionally post something toxic on my Instagram and say black men don't cheat because it's funny, but it's we triggered but we're also we're triggered. Also, yeah, because I know we get a for the streets. I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I know you're gonna feel the way about it. But but simultaneously. When I say it, I mean it. I mean it. So it's 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 a running joke, but it's also it's all we dead serious. Hey man, don't don't you ain't got to be like this. Like this change the narrative. Yeah, like you know, black men they want us to understand them that this could affect their ego if we not letting them say or own up to black men not cheating. But at the end, of the, day, the, the only reason men cheat anyway, largely, largely the only reason a man is cheating is because his ego has been damaged. Mm. Or because it, or because his ego's too big. That's that's large largely. I'm not gonna say 100 percent of the time. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. Usually, it's either because he doesn't feel appreciated as a man, and somebody else is making him feel that way, mm-hmm. or it's because he feels like as a man, that's what men do, and that's not the case. Like we we, we, we there was a lot of there was a lot of toxic masculinity that I was raised in person. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like I felt like I was supposed to have you know x amount of girls because my dad had so many kids by different women and my, my brothers my brother talked not my brothers my, my cousin talked about dad like he was a hero my dad got 15 kids i got none <laughs> and at this point at 33 years old i'm doing better than my father was god rest his soul at this point in his life yeah. um but at, there was a there was a point when when they would tell me about my father they talked about him like he was like he was the greatest thing ever walking and, he, and my, my dad was he was he meant well um my dad was not uh, my dad was not a uh, a primary example of what I should have been when I grew up. A Rolling Stone. 
Roll yes. and, and I'll talk to the flip side of that because that's a great point, Ravon. Is um, I, a lot of times my examples of relationships came from like how I was raised, and it, I noticed in my 20s, I started to look like the women that raised me. And I'll tell you exactly what I mean is I come from a strong black female family. Um, And what I mean by that is my grandmother had 13 kids that she pretty much raised because my grandfather was a rolling stone. The word entanglement wasn't used, but it was a lot of entanglements um, in older marriages. And so uh, my grandmother, strong black woman raised 13 kids who who those 13 kids had kids um and my mother single parent raised four women black women and so my examples of like how you interact with men and i've i've noticed like growing up you know i didn't see a lot of not necessarily calling it submissive but like women just they didn't the communication and relationships, I didn't see a lot of it. And I had to learn that in my twenties dating because I learned that I, I didn't know how to communicate with a man. It was more like, hear me when I say it. And if you don't do it, it's a problem. Um, and mm-hmm. then when I stepped back and like, looked at, you know, uh, my grandma single, my mama single, I got aunties that like nobody got rings. And then I was like, Oh, Oh, oh I don't want that. And not saying, you know, is anything bad with how they're living, but, that's not what I want. And so I did, I had you to make different. You be different. Yeah. <laughs> to, to be different so that I can, yeah. you know, have a different outcome. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, was, I was raised by strong black women. Like I remember my mom, uh, by the time I was born, my grandpa had, had died. So my, my grandmother raised me, um, my, my mother's sisters, none of them are married. Um, my grandmother's sisters, they had been married and divorced or they were married and separated and stuff like that. So I, I was raised by a strong authoritative black women. So that's what I, I still gravitated to it at this point. Like if, if she's a little aggressive, I probably like, uh, <laughs> that's okay. But, but on, 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 on that point, woman. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. At some point, like, like as a man, you're used to being told what to do by a woman because that's how you were raised. At some mm-hmm. point as a man, your ego develops and it's like, Hey, who are you talking to? <laughs> so, Sometimes your so, ego don't develop. Yeah, and some 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 people some some guys just want direction all the time. They just want to be told mm-hmm. what to do. Now I, I'm at a point like in my in my career, I have to give direction so much that I don't want to have to give it when I go home. You want somebody to take charge? Um, yeah, hey, hey, she got it. She got it. Now just don't be talking to me while we do it. <laughs> so, so, Even as a woman on the other side, I've seen that be done so much with my family and me as a person. Like I am, an, I'm. A go-getter so i'm gonna like call the shots i'm gonna do all that but sometimes as a woman you like are not wanting to call the shots like i want to come home and re- relax and breathe and know that he's gonna be able to i want my cape hanging at the door and just to go sit down real quick and that be right. it, so, so at, at that point what you're looking for is a partnership like some people some people some people's 50 50 work some people 60 40 work home and work are two, two totally different things but I, I have to give direction so much at home i don't want to have to go home I don't, I have to give direction so much at work. Mm-hmm. Um, especially now with like, with like the particular part of the business that I'm in at work expanding so much, I have to give direction so much that I don't want to have to come home and be like, Hey, do we get this? I don't want to have to follow up on a thousand things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and so I, I don't want to feel like, Hey, I don't like, I don't like feeling like I'm telling my partner what to do. Okay. Like, I feel like she should have it under control. I feel like my partner should be a partner. Like, I don't feel like, 
I come home and then, you know, saying I, I get I get everybody feels like the man should be the head of the house. I, I'm not I'm not refuting that. What I'm saying is I also don't have I also don't want to feel like I got to come home and, you know, I'm just I'm just this ultra authoritative figure that's pointing fingers and saying, hey, get this done, get this done, get this done. I feel like, you know, we should be able to make decisions together. Mm-hmm. And I should be able to trust you on what it is that you said you do. And my wife said she did it. She did it. And oh, something yeah. is different. She'll let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, you gonna make somebody versus... a great husband. Come on now. <laughs> come on versus... now. I want to come to this wedding. That's gonna be a nice wedding. Come on. Yeah, you want to come too. Let me... I, I get. I buy good gifts. I ain't trying to bribe you to let me come to the wedding, but I buy. Real <laughs> Again, but yeah, infinite wisdom, I infinite mistakes. A lot of things happened in 2020, but what are the things, the lessons that we're learning in relationships, just in life in general, what are we going to learn to end up taking to a relationship or taking um, to the next part of our life? And I'm doing a lot of that, doing a lot of thinking about, hey, what do I like? What do I don't like? What are the things that I've done in the past that didn't yield good results? What can I do better? Um, So I think it's definitely that learning phase that making those mistakes and bouncing back from them. Yeah, nobody asked 2020 to give us lessons, but yeah, it's definitely giving me lessons every day. Um, For me, like I've been in a relationship all of 2020. And so um, to be in a relationship when the world was open and then still in a relationship as the world closed, like it does changes things and not only in the relationship, but you as a person. So you got to imagine specifically like me as an extrovert and telling me I can't travel the world whenever I want. I can't hop on a plane. I can't go do book tours. Like I can't be the charade that I've always been. Um, It kind of made me feel like I was suffocating. And then you take this individual who feels stifled and suffocating career-wise and you put me in a whole loving relationship. Um, It takes some adjustment. And so yeah, 2020 has been interesting just to see the dynamics of our relationship. Um, good and bad. Um, the bad part is mostly just things coming to the surface that we might not have discussed maybe years later, but because we've seen each other so frequently in 2020, they come up now versus they may not have come up that's, that next that's year. Great. That's great. Because people even, so I, I'm, I'm a huge advocate for people living together before they get married. A lot of people don't believe in it. There's the thing, you don't know what's going on with somebody. And see you, see you have lived with them for a minimum of six months. Um, and people are like, oh, I don't want, I don't believe in shacking up. That's cool. It, it ain't for you. It ain't for you. Maybe your relationship is at a point where you know each other well enough to where you can move in and not, not miss a beat. Um, the majority of the time, it's not. <laughs> so uh, it, what happens? What happens? <laughs> what happens is you 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 move in with somebody and it causes them to be emotionally naked because they can't hide it all the time. Mm. Like you can be with somebody, you know, for five years and y'all stay 20, 30 minutes apart. And every time you go see that person, they are giving you most of them. Oh, but, the best version of them. Cause they can yeah, dress I'm, up I'm, and go to your house. I'm, I'm giving you what's going to keep you. Ain't playing. Ain't playing. Exactly. exactly. It's like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Till to, to you, to you wake up in the wig on the nightstand, you thought it was squirrels and shit like that. <laughs> Maybe that weed is gonna be on that pillow. Yeah. Okay. You need some nice man to grab the pencil because you thought something you thought a possum was on the dressing man. You ain't you ain't. It's just you gotta like relationships are are just interesting. But yeah, I do agree, like 
you know, as a, as a child, I thought like a child and I was, no, I'm, you know, I would live with my husband until like after we get married, but no, the older I get, I'm just like, we need to figure this out. Cause what, what I'm not about to do is join these bank accounts and join this equity. Um, and we, we don't work, we can't, you know, sleep in the same bed four days in a row without like killing each other. So I definitely agree. Uh, if y'all don't live together, y'all need to spend a couple weeks, like, especially in this quarantine, Hey, this week I'm staying with you next week. You stay with me and let's see how it works because to get married and that's y'all don't first ignore time. The red flags. <laughs> don't ignore the red flags. When you, when you live with somebody for a certain amount of time, you be like, well, maybe this is just like this because we're new. No, bro. Like, if if it's showing itself over once, once is an occurrence, twice is a pattern. If it's showing itself over and over again, if you can't live with it, address it. Don't ignore the red flag. Address it immediately. Wait, stop. Stop Easy everything you're doing and say, babe, let's talk about this one. Um, mm-hmm. It was a minute before my boyfriend knew I passed gas. He was like, do you pass gas? I was like, not at your house. I don't. I go home or I go to the car. But with quarantine, it's only so much you can hold. So uh, your girl was like, hey, babe, you want to... You want to smell me for me, uh, but yeah, because it it's different. It's <laughs> the worst, the worst, the worst free free gas statement I ever heard. You want to smell me for me? Like I don't know if I want to. No, go to bathroom. Answers always no. <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> but when you love somebody, you just say yes. What you mean? No, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm still apprehensive. <laughs> Like, and I don't, and you know, I'm not gonna go too far there, but like when men work out or they outside, you gotta smell them for them. So if you know, we smell y'all a lot more than you smell us, that's all I'm gonna say. And I'm gonna leave it, I'm gonna leave that on that. Men are smelly creatures, we are just nasty, is what she is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm still stuck on the black men don't cheat thing, but I'm gonna let it go because you explained it very well. They ain't walk away from it, I just decided to leave it where it was at. Like, men don't cheat. You hear me? You, you explained it very well. Like you explained it very well. And I, like I said, you know, you, you're right. We do have to let that hurt go. Um, but also, like I said, it just comes with us being triggered. If, you know, if, if that's a soft point, a soft spot for us as well, like, you guys have to be, learn to be better people and to not do that if you know that the response so is I, going to be. So I, I said something, you know, um, I, I, I feel like maybe things like, do you feel like people who are, do you feel like people are bad people if they've cheated before? Now I said, there's been point in my life where I have not been the best version of myself. I've been, I've never, I've, I, I, there's been points in my life where I have not been on my best behavior. I feel like I've always been a good person. I feel like I've always mm-hmm. had a big heart. I've always stopped to go out of my way for people. I've always bent over backwards for folks who didn't always deserve it. Um, but I've also made mistakes. It doesn't make you it doesn't make you a bad person if you feel if you feel if you still feel bad about stuff when you do it, you still you know you know you still got hope. If you do some stuff, you do something wrong and you just out here, hey, it's what it is. If you <laughs> what they call it, Jaws, if you put a if you put a Jaws, Jada and Will Smith, uh, but you probably wanna leave that alone. <laughs> and she was like, I didn't I didn't see a description. Yeah, yeah, she hit you with that. I don't, I don't feel like that was a transgression. Leave them alone, okay? Leave that alone. So you gave us a lot of nuggets today, Rayvon. Um, you gave us a 10-piece spicy meal from Wendy's. Um, <laughs> what I'm going to ask is give, give us some insight. Like, if you could think of, like, three nuggets 
some insight to say, hey, women, this is this is what men look for. Here's some tips that can save you from from getting hurt. Like, what comes to mind? What's some tips you can help? Because well, I got we got our pens and our notebooks out, sir. So give give us some nuggets. Biggest, biggest thing I've, I've said it. I've said it a thousand times on my social media, choose those who choose you. Stop chasing after people who are continuously showing you that they're not going to do any better than what they're giving you. Because if you're continuously going after this person and they're continuously doing you bad, you're going to keep doing it because you're rewarding bad behavior. Um, be yourself. Don't, don't try to change yourself. Don't try to change who you are. Yeah, if you got bad habits, change them. Don't 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 try to alter who you are at your core because a guy doesn't like basically who you are. If you write down who you are in 10 points on a piece of paper and he don't mess with five of them, he don't mess with you. Wow. Um and last, like I guess I guess I guess the last thing I would say is just be honest with yourself. <laughs> like, like, I, I feel like I feel like I've been I've been in places where I've been subtly trying to tell a woman, hey, this is this is probably not working. Mm. And because I've been doing it subtly, um, she's been hearing what she wants to hear. Because it hasn't been a hard no and it hasn't been a hard, yo, I don't want you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a subtle, well, maybe we should explore like I'm, I'm leading you. I'm leading you. I'm leading you further than I know you can swim. Um, but you're still trying to swim out there. <laughs> so be honest with yourself. Is this something you can do? Is, is it something you can? Is it something you can sustain? Can you do it day in, day out, year in, year out, for as long as you need to? And if you can, is this person worth it? Oof. I like that last one though, because there have been um, situations, situationships, where to your point, you, you're trying to meet somebody where they're at, and then you kind of struggle. You know, you you've been out there swimming with your cousins when you ain't tall enough, and you you on your, you're on that that top of the tiptoe, and you're trying you to know, step up water. You go from water, the breaststroke to the doggy paddle. You just you waiting for you waiting for a friend to grab you and hold you up, but when that that wave hit, that's it. That's that's all yeah. she wrote. You got to figure a way yeah. to get back to shore. Um, if and that's somebody, that if hurt. You feel, if you feel emotionally like you're being led out to the deep end, it's probably on purpose. Wow. Probably stretching you further than probably stretching you uh, thinner than you can stretch. And he's anticipating you. He, sometimes, sometimes the guy wants you to quit so you don't feel bad about being the one at the end. Of the mm. You give up before you drown yourself. Wow, right. oh, that's a word. I've I had somebody do like that before. Like I like literally tried, 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 was willing to just overextend, overextend, overextend. And I was just like, you know what? This ain't this ain't even me. Let me let me not do this. Cause this is not me. But he didn't have to deal with it in the end of the at the end of the day. Like that was just what it was. I exhausted all of my energy, my time, and he just was kinda like you jumped in the deep end when you should have started in the kiddie pool. And, and the worst the worst thing, the worst thing when you do all that. It's for you to it's for you to rattle off everything that you've done for a person and they hit you with the yeah, but I asked you to do that. And it's true. I miss, I wasted so it's many true. years by not doing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so many years. You're right. You, you didn't have to you didn't have to do that. And I think that individuals with big hearts, like I have a big heart, like when I get married, like 
Like, I just know that that's going to be like my person. Like that's, like, it's going to be awesome because I, I want to give, and I hope that the person will be equally as big of a giver. Um, but people with big hearts, like we have to realize our boundaries and know, um, how far we can go, you know, um, I'm big on like reciprocation. Um, but sometimes there are some things where I know like I'm just a genuine good person and I'll give um, because of that. But, you know, I have to know like, am I swimming or if I'm falling, like, are you going to catch me? Um, we got to know what we're willing to take. And if we not, not that, we got to go, you know? Mind getting in the deep end um, because I do understand that when you're in a relationship, um, one person may be further along or more of a, you know, uh, Michael Phelps than you are. And so I do understand that it takes time to learn to swim. Um, but if I think what I've learned over time is if a person isn't willing to like throw you out a little lifeguard or a little, you know, a little straw float just to keep you going till you can find your footing, then yeah, that's not a relationship you need to be in because they really just, they leading you out astray. I mean, that's, that's you, you, when that wave hit, you going under, sis. Right. Yeah, that ain't good for nobody <laughs> at that point. Rayvon, what? Any farther you can swim, no what are um, what are like major turnoffs that when a woman does it, men like nah? And I know guys talk about it in group chats. It's different for different people. So like, if I, if I'm not sure about you, you can tell. Because when I'm sure about something, I'm there. Like I'm, 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 I'm affectionate. I'm, I'm open about my feelings. I tell you what I'm thinking about. You know exactly where you are. I, I text you in the morning when I wake up. Uh, I text you before I go to sleep. I'm there. Uh, if I'm not 100 percent sure, I'm inconsistent. Mm. If mm. I'm being inconsistent, Jesus, what you probably Ooh. should not do Ooh. is try to make up for my inconsistencies. That's what Don't it. Don't try to force it. Energy is going. You right. Let me Don't try to force it. Let me let me, let me just. <laughs> oh, uh, to our listeners, y'all get your pencils out. Uh, good start dropping gems in these streets. That's a word. Hey, can you repeat that for the people? Because I I think I need to to have that in my spirit one more time. Talk to the talk to us a little bit about the part where you said um. When you see a lot of a lot of people, a lot of people they see women talk about men knowing what they want and men over pursuing when they want something. We do. Mm-hmm. Um, if a man knows that he wants you and he knows that for a fact, then he'll over pursue. Like y'all, some some women, if if and if he's over pursuing the wrong woman, it's it's the ones that your friends are calling he extra. But Clean. he extra for somebody else. Is, is he knows what he wants for somebody is for a different for, for, for a different person. Um, if, if he's inconsistent, if he's inconsistent, if he's if he's if he's not an everyday good morning, if he's not a every night good night, if it's every three days, he's interested. You you piqued his interest. Somebody else he's not. It ain't even got to be all that. It may just be that. I feel like I feel like there's something about it I'm digging, but I don't know if I don't know if she's the one type thing. You know, so it, it, it don't always have to be a different another girl. There. Um, so a guy is going to go after what he wants because, like, we're, we're programmed to pursue things. Is <laughs> what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially I'm, I'm one track minded as hell. Like, if I want something, 
and you trying to talk me out of it, we may not be friends at the end of this conversation. This is what I've, I've decided I want. Wow. Okay. Um, or you're going to make up your mind, hey, I just need to get out of the way because he, he's made his mind up. And that can be anything. Like, if, if a man if a man is after a woman, like, if he feels like this woman is is who his who is designed to be in his life, you know. If you don't know, it might not be you. And that's not something, that's not saying there's nothing wrong with you. That's not saying that. It's just, it just means that I feel like it's somebody for everybody. There's just somebody different for you. So I, I feel like people, I feel like, you know, you see a guy and you're talking to a guy for a little while and he's a little inconsistent, but he, you can tell he's a good person. Um, and it can be vice versa, it can be a girl too. Um, but he's a little inconsistent, but he, you can tell he's a good person. So you let his inconsistency slide because when he's on, he's on. Mm. Um, and if he really, 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 really wanted you, he'd be on 100% of the time. Um, don't accept less than 100, baby. And there's, nothing, and there's nothing that he can do or you can do to change that because he can't force himself to do something for somebody that God didn't say, hey, this is your girl. Scripture. So it's not you. <laughs> it's not you and it's not him. Don't feel a way about it because he was interested mm-hmm. in you. Like you, you may have let's say 75% of the aspects he looks for in a woman. And then a month and a half down the line, he didn't know that he was going to run into somebody that had 100. There's nothing wrong with you. Because your 75% is going to be 100 for somebody else. Mm. It was just that in that particular moment, it wasn't what you what everybody thought it was going to be. I wasn't ready to have my life read like this on this podcast. <laughs> oh. I got questions I want to ask the to get the, the conversation going. It's going to be a three-hour episode. We still tape it. Keep going. <laughs> what happened? Yes, I ain't seen her in the like this. Hey, but we're uh, going to put you on the tonight, okay? Go and charge my other headphone. Um, <laughs> question. Um, I guess my question is, you know, me and Sharan, of course, we're like natural go-getters. So... Type A. All day. Like... This is it. I think my problem is, and I think that I have experienced this in life more than multiple times. um, I sometimes don't take men serious. And I don't know where that comes from. Like I will, if they chase, play a little, I feel like in my mind, they're playing like little games or not serious. Like I don't know to the extent a man is actually being serious with me. And I don't know what that conversation looks like, or I've never had anyone, or in my opinion, feel like, they're really being serious with me because the conversation has always been, you know, very, very flirtatious. Like, how, how do you let somebody know that you're really, really so into the thing, the thing is this, like, it's, it's a, um, it's a crapshoot. Oh <laughs> I hate to say it to you like that, but the thing, the thing about True. it is this. Gamble. I, if, if, if I'm, if I'm, I meet Daphne for the first time. And I'm talking to somebody who knows Daphne. Daphne's, and they, they give me all these details about Daphne. Daphne's educated. Uh, Daphne's an author. Daphne has this going on. She ain't got six kids. She ain't got, you know, seven baby daddies. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a catch. You, the only thing you can do at that point is take that person at their word. Um, it's up to you to, de- to determine whether or not, or and up to them to, to, show, the, to show you that, hey, what I said on day one, I meant on day 365. If it's the same person on day one, they were on day 365. If it's if it's if they're if they're 
further along, if the relationship has progressed, the only way that you find that out is by talking to somebody. Now, don't give away the farm. Because <laughs> uh, a lot of guys are just looking for you to give away the farm on day three. I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> so, so, and, if you, and that's, that's also, like I said, again, it's a crapshoot. So, you may feel like giving away the farm on day three and, you know, give away the farm on day three and you're still with them 10 years down the road. You may give away the farm on day three and you ain't heard from them since day three and a half. Rayvon, um, we got a question. How soon is too soon of giving up the farm? When you, when you feel we're grown. I said earlier, don't ignore the red flag. Mm. Um, so if you give up the farm, if you've been talking to him for 30 days and out of 30 days, you only talk to him 15 of them, maybe you need to hold up on your farm. If you've been talking to him 30 days and you talk to him all 30 of them and it's consistent. And Old McDonald had a farm. Right. Yeah. Cool. Because some, some of us are only going to give you what you want because we, we can't fake it. Nobody can fake it too long. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. So hold it out till the faking stops, right? So I mean, or just don't, just don't ignore the red flags. You might know what you want. You might know that this ain't the one for you. If you still want to give up the farm, by all means, I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> but, I ain't gonna hold but, you. But if you if you are looking for something serious and you've expressed that to him, and y'all have had a whole conversation, and this is this is what y'all both say I want, it's a crapshoot, man. I ain't gonna hold you like. All of, all of us have bodies that we probably didn't need to have. Okay? Uh, just make sure you do it the right way so that way you ain't got nothing you don't need to have after you got that body. You yeah. right. That's part. That's part. That's part. You be all right. That part. It ain't gonna kill you. I got another question. I got another question. I got a lot of questions. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> um, We're gonna have to do like a part three, four, five, six. Yeah. yeah, you might have to just break it down and just cut all this up because this is this is juicy. I know we bring it we coming back with this one out. With this, this we don't keep overdue for this conversation. Um so I realized that in thinking about quarantine dating or just dating in general in life, um as a woman who is equally successful, um has a lot going for herself, like really has things in the future that I want to do. Um, but at that, at this stage in my life, I am willing to, um, I'm not say take a pause or take, I'm, I'm willing to do my work, maintain all of this and hopefully, you know, find someone to live my life and to share this with, have kids, build a family. I feel like I can equally do my work and build this family, build this life that I want. I run into men who are on this fast track to getting to their life, the things that they want to do, but it's almost as if they don't believe that those things can be done at the same time. What are your takes on that? I. That's a word. It's a real, it's a real feeling. Um, yeah. So the thing about, thing about love is love is not, it's not a logical emotion. Um, so if logically what I'm saying, a, a man has to feel like he's established and you see all these posts and stuff like that where a guy's people's like, people say guys don't think that, um, guys aren't appreciated. Men aren't appreciated in, in this, in this society, unless they have X, Y, Z. Um, it may not be a hundred percent true to a hundred percent of the people, but it's largely true to most of us. Mm. Like we don't feel mm. like we have the house, the car, the credit score, the salary. 
we won't even approach somebody who's worth approaching, who, who we deem who we deem worth approaching. If I was, if I was working, if I was bagging groceries and um, you know didn't have a car and was getting where I, I was trying to date somebody, you two would not hear anything from me. Y'all got too much going on. <laughs> you have, I ain't gonna hold you. Can't, you. I ain't gonna hold you. You can't feel. You can't feel that. You can't feel that. You just feel small. Um, mm-hmm. as a man, because that's the society we live in. You have to realize that your worth does not come from your salary. It comes from what you can, what the value you can add to somebody's life. But all you hear, especially in, especially in the black community, like when, when we're primarily raised by our mothers and our fathers aren't around, then I'll, you hear a lot of your daddy ain't about that. You need to, you know, I, I can't deal with no man. Ain't got no drive. Ain't no man. Ain't got no money. Mm-hmm. Uh, no man ain't got no. I, I can't get this. You know, mm-hmm. somebody that can't. Somebody that can't help me care for my household. Mm-hmm. And as I was like, I was the oldest boy in my household, and like I, I, I still sit on it. And I know, I know that I know that there's more to me than what my job pays me. And psychologically, because I want the, these material things. Hey, I ain't got time for a girl right now, bro. And then you're you're hardwired or hard or you know hard coded to think you need to be more of a provider than a partner. Um, right. And, and there, there, there's there's guys there's guys that has ten times what I have that ain't worth half of what I am as a person. That it doesn't it doesn't occur to you. I still got to get this this is I have to have the status before I can even approach somebody that's that's got this going on because why she got more going on than you do. How how has she had the same twenty four hours every day that you have, and this is all you have going on? Wow! Now you the cream of the crop, Rayvon. Don't don't talk yourself down like that. Uh, <laughs> my question, going off of Daphne's previous question, is so like you said for for women like us who you know are successful and very driven, um, we use our twenty four hours very efficient. How? can we um, not necessarily like uh, dim our light or, or remove our crown, but how can we assure or like give men the confidence they need to say, it's okay if you're not a millionaire yet, but like, as long as you're going towards there, like that's what we're looking for. Like, we don't expect you to be a, we're not millionaires yet, but we're, we're looking for drive and ambition. And to Daphne's point, a lot of times when we meet men, they literally put us on the back burner because they're like, well, I can't come to you yet. I need, I need to get my status up. And we're like, well, let us, let us help you get there. Like, let us ride with you in the car. Like why we got to chill back at the house while you on the road. That, that is, that's not y'all. Well, part of it, part of it, part of it's your success. Part of it is we've dated women in the past who we've allowed to help us. And they throw it back in our face when we, um, and -hmm. then like, or somebody like me, I've, I've never dated anybody that's tremendously helped me. I just got to do it myself. Okay. Because I don't want to be, able, I don't want anybody to be able to say that, yeah, Rayvon's here because I put Rayvon here. Wow. Okay. Um, and, and so I got, I, I got into, a, I got into a, a, a particular mental state where like, you know, it's, it's not where I want to be at. Um, and I've, I've run into, I've run into great women and I've run into women who are fantastic and be like, nope. Uh, because I got to, I'm not where I want to be at. And even, even, and I can say that knowing that I'm, I'm, there's a lot of people in my age bracket who are not making as much money as I'm making. Um, but 
this is where I am in my mind and this is where I like being in my mind, even though a lot of people are like, well, shit, I'm trying to do what he did. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a psychological thing. It's not y'all. Don't feel no way about it. A lot, nine times out of 10, it's not y'all. It's, it's how I'm thinking about myself and where I told myself I'd be before I got here. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you get to, like, you get, you, like, I'm 33, like, at 33, most men have a midlife crisis. Because you realize that this is either where you're going to be or you're going to make a change right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, if you, and if you cool, like, this is where I'm at, I just need to find me a wife and chill, or I got to make some shake. If they get to that, I got to make some shake. Shout it ain't you. It ain't your fault. <laughs> it's nothing you yeah. did wrong here. Okay, um, so how how does a man like naturally? I feel that women are helpers. Um, so is it the initial getting it, or is it the maintaining it? Like, can women help with the maintenance of whatever this is that you feel that you have to get? Because um, I'm a helper. Like, I want to see my man, my husband, whoever be great. Like, I want to consider two things. One, one thing you have to consider is the male ego. If he can check mm-hmm. his ego and allow you to be essentially what, what, what a lot of men would call their backbone and be helpful to him in this process, then you're good. Some guys, like, I'm an idea guy. I know full well that I need somebody to actually help me materialize my ideas. My ideas are fantastic. I know what I want to do. I just want to do it though. Like I don't want to have to deal with all this red tape. I don't want to have to deal with all these all these legal issues. I don't have to deal with I don't like I just want to be able to walk out of here. This is what I want to do. Hey guys, I'm doing this. Pull up on me and do it. Right. And they need somebody to organize all of their thoughts. Mm-hmm. But for it's me not- to for me to trust somebody with that, I, I have to be able to trust you with it. And it's not it's not necessarily always you. It just may be the fact that. It could be it could be how you're approaching things in accordance to his ego, or it could just be the you know he feels like he got to do it on his own. Um, and I have to trust somebody a lot to allow them to step into that realm and put their hands in that pot. Uh, because even if it's just my idea and I don't want to go through all the processes, it's still my baby. Mm, right. Would you guys build a business with a partner? I would. Yeah. Absolutely. Somebody I tr- I'd have to trust you a lot. Yeah. Like there's probably a handful of people I trust enough to build a business with. Um, that I know when the profits when the profits hit the bank account, the profits still gonna be when the profits hit the bank account on Friday, they're still gonna be on Monday. Yeah, money money and relationships is a different conversation. because um, honestly you can live with somebody and not share finances. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the conversation, I mean, that's a whole nother episode for a whole nother day, but it's different. Like when you are solely trusting someone, like let's join the value of my life, essentially everything I've worked for, you now have access to, cause we have this joint card cause you can leave tomorrow and wipe it out. And I have no say so over it. Um, mm-hmm. That's some trust. And I ain't gonna lie. Your girl ain't there yet. I'm working on it. <laughs> it's a lot, man. Cause like, if I, if especially if I pour years of my life into something, and 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 and, and the, you know, America's a is, America is a capitalist society. There's a bottom line to everything. If the if the bottom lines are all my dreams is in this account, and you own it and can pull out of it anytime you feel like it, 
and I can wake up at any day and it says zero dollars. Hey man, <laughs> if your name if your name is on there, if you can access it, like there's there's a level of trust there that a lot of people probably will never see. I'm getting a fever just thinking about it. Um, <laughs> which is why I I not not to say I wouldn't share finances with my my future spouse, but we would definitely start with like a here's a joint account that we put money in, so at least half of it's yours, half of it mine. But as far as like joining my life savings, mm-mm, I just unless we've been married a while, we got kids. Like it's just I need some level of consistency, commitment, and just knowing that I'm not going to face you in these streets. If if the life savings, the life savings is a lot, and I get it because I don't see people. I don't see people. I don't see guys. I don't see guys get their accounts cleaned up by women. I don't see women get their accounts cleaned up by guys. So it's not gender specific. It's just. I feel like I, at this point in my life, I feel like a lot of that is ignoring red flags. Yes. Like even like if it goes south, and I've seen somebody clear out two hundred fifty thousand dollars of somebody can buy a house and a car with it because they broke up after after thirty five years of marriage. Seen that happen. My goodness. I feel like the, I feel like the the, 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 the the telltale signs were there the entire thirty five years, bro. I don't feel like she just woke up and was a different person. At least the last ten. I won't, I will say I'll give my sis twenty five years. For twenty five years, everything was probably cool. Maybe those last ten turned into to ten entanglement. She was all about money when I met her. And I was like, I'm thirty three. I was like eight. Oh, and all she cared about money then, bro. You was cool with it because you had a bunch of money. When when you decided you didn't want to be with her no more, she, she took everything you had. That's just so scary to think about. Like, everything that you own your whole life, somebody can just have access to and wipe that's, out. That's, like, your 401, they don't even allow you to go in and take no money like that. You need to tell me I can right. well, well, like, taxes on well, 401k. Well, I've got so many this. questions about taking my 401k right now. If I go on E Trade and want to and want to and want to cash up my stocks, E Trade no. got questions. <laughs> but somebody with their name on their account can wipe no. Walk in the bank and be like, hey, no. Mrs. Irving, you sure you want this? Yeah, okay. What well, love? Yeah, I, I, I can agree with maybe like a joint account or something like that that pays bills in the house. But I think that especially if you are successful and you have these outside businesses, like there are a lot of just other things that come into play with that. Maybe they can, you know, know where to get access to those things. But it's not just like your name is going to be on it for you to access very easily. But I believe that we can have these accounts. Um, you know, you know, making sure that, like you mentioned before living with someone but i also like want to figure out what their spending habits are what their savings habits are prior to marriage because you just don't know how people spend money like me um there are a couple things that i'll spend money on a lot of people will know it like maybe i may buy books i may buy like trips but outside of that like y'all don't see me with like designer clothes and shoes and all that kind of like that's just not be me right now but um there are a lot of people who have that standard so if you see this is a consistent habit of theirs you're gonna have like that's gonna be your money too, you know. You'll see quickly yes. how many Amazon boxes show up at the front door. Quick, hey, listen, don't judge me because I spend a lot of money on guns, but guns I, and gun accessories. If you work, like, if but it's what I want, it's my passion, it's what I want to do. Buy, if you work hard, buy it. But that's the thing, like, if we're joining finances, so um, 
hypothetically, I'll, I won't put anybody on blast, but like if you're in a situation and like the balance is off as far as like who's contributing to said joint account and the person who's not contributing that much is spending, spending the most. way more, then it's, just, it's like you said, it's some red flags that you need to talk like, hold up, what? Red flag. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. I, ain't, I ain't gonna hold you. Go ahead. Take them boxes with you. I ain't gonna hold you. And as long as these bills paying this coming out of your account, you can buy whatever you want from Jeff Bezos, okay? Make yeah. yourself happy. And I, I think that's why I'm just so shocked when you say people get married to get divorced because divorce ain't cheap. I mean, so to, here's to the thing: life, they it have to separate it. That's not. It cheap. depends on what it depends on what state you're in. So, like, if you let's say let's say you get married and then y'all stay in y'all stay in an apartment together, y'all ain't got no kids, and you're in the state of South Carolina. State of South Carolina, state of North Carolina, you gotta you gotta be separated for one year, and as long as you do a no fault divorce. I think I think the, the the price is like two hundred fifty bucks. Now, if you got kids, you got a house, you got cars, mm-hmm. you got bank accounts, alimony, it can get it can get it can get hairy real quick. Um, mm-hmm. But some people do things for the experience and not for forever. I wasn't ready to hear that. <laughs> I'm not. I wasn't ready for that. It's the truth, though. I didn't say I did it. You stressing me out. It's not everybody. Listen, you, you and Bay might be together next, next, next seven years, right? That's, that's the plan. But you're still stressing me right. out for my friends. <laughs> yeah, they, they need to find somebody to want to be with them seven years. That's that's not your that's not your not your that's not your assignment. Oh well, in Jesus' name. Uh, whoo, child, <laughs> sis. Sis, we wasn't ready for this level of of, of Ayanna fix my life. I wasn't. I wasn't ready. Not at all. I'm um, but- my third pen. I done ran out of ink an hour ago. I wasn't ready. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm actually glad we stopped playing the game and just talked. This this blessed me. My my soul feels good now. You know, I, I feel full. Cool. I never I've never felt full. <laughs> Like I need to pay you a send an offering to you. What's your cash at real quick? I, 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 I see cash. We don't mind we don't mind tipping when we feel like the service was rendered. So listen, send us the cash out. We might have to tip you on this one. Millennial mobile listeners, go hit up our boy. We might have to start him a relationship column or something uh every month. Just come back on the episode and give us some nuggets because Woo child, honey. I feel like I'm gonna be a better wife after this episode when I become a wife. <laughs> I'm gonna get Thank myself online tonight. Okay, I gotta go send some texts tonight, make sure I'm on the same page with people. And if not, you know, there's that. Um taking the red flags, like all this, like the, the recap is says be a wife before planning a wedding. That thing bless me. Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel good. I feel good. Okay. Revon, anything else you wanna uh wanna give us? Cause you, you gave us so much. Good to go. Like me no cheap. Uh, you know. You know, shout out shout out to everybody trying to work it out. You know, I you know, happy to help. And that's what I'm here for. Ah man, listen, you gave me everything I didn't even ask for, is is what you gave me. <laughs> uh what I will say though is this gonna um set some people free. <laughs> 
I'm I'm free. Hey, for everybody, for everybody that I did, I, I put in, you know, Jeffrey. I'm sorry. Um, I apologize. Oh, I just, you don't have to apologize because black men don't cheat. It's the boys who is who is getting offended and getting put in jeopardy because the men like ah, oh, he's speaking truth. Black men don't cheat. There's that. All right, guys. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. This was amazing. I'm going to let y'all go. Love y'all. All right. Bye. Bye.